0: Today on the Diz List, we discuss Nick's recent trip to Walt Disney World, Part 2, The Bad and the Ugly.
1: Welcome to The Diz List,
0: the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 59, where we discuss Nick's recent trip to Walt Disney World, part two,
1: the bad and the ugly. Yeah, I mean, the reality is, you don't need to sugarcoat everything, even if you're a Disney content creator. There were some bad things. There were. There were some ugly things. Um. But there were some really good things, too, and we talked about them last week. A couple of things, we were running a little long, so I didn't bring them up. Um, I do want to mention some things we did that were really great and really fun, and I think everybody should do them and and take the time to not rush through this. Um, for the first time, I took the time to say, you know what? I'm going to sit and wait for Voices of Liberty. And we listened to Voices of Liberty in the American Pavilion. And let me tell you, it was worth sitting down in the air conditioning and watching. They were great singers. They were really cool people afterward. They hung out and talked to some people. Really? Yeah. So one of the singers was came up to um my kids because like they invite you down to sit underneath the dome park because the acoustics are best yeah. there. And I've seen the end of it inside. It was very yeah. good. And so the kids were sitting down on the floor, you know, closer to them and You know, at the end, they came up, started talking to them because they could tell. You know, they're they're kind of getting into it or whatever. And and one woman was like, "Oh, where are you from?" And my my kids were like, "Oh, near Rochester, New York." Oh, I have I have a friend up in Rochester. Make sure you tell everybody in Rochester who said hello. And they were talking. Every it was really cool. That's cool. Um, so that was really fun. Um, so I think that you should take the time to do those things, and not just feel rushed. I think that's what makes Epcot so great. And the other thing I wanted to mention that I didn't talk about was once again we signed up to do fl tours fl tours for those of you who don't know or haven't heard us talk about them before um is a car service who is kind of word of mouth really i mean i only yeah. found them from the disboards, but fl tours.com we are not sponsored by them they this is not an ad saying hey go and go and do this they're the best because i've only experienced them but i can tell you they make it so that I don't necessarily need to look for anywhere else. Um, we landed at I don't know, 1030. Um, I had a text as soon as I switched off of airplane mode, you know, that said, hey, I'm your driver. Let me know when you find out what your carousel is for your baggage. I texted, said, hey, we're at, you know, C49. No problem. Meet you right there. Then it got changed where our baggage was. I was like, oop, Correction. We just got moved to C50. Yeah, no problem. Guy stood next to us before our bags were out. He was standing next to us, and he was like, no, no, you're not touching your bags. Grabbed our bags off the carousel, loaded them into his car. That's cool. Uh, drove us to, on the way there, we had a um, a stop at Publix, which is free with them. Now it's, I mean, free is...
0: It's included not, it's, in yeah, your it's price. Yeah, it's included in
1: your price. Um, Stopped at Publix. He was like, really accommodating... We usually only stop at Publix to get like beer or wine or you know stuff. Case that I, of water. Well, no, because stuff that stuff that we can't necessarily get dropped off while we're not there. Oh right, right, right. So so, um, just because I don't really want to go through like Publix with like <laughs> you know go and do a full gro- full weeks worth of grocery shopping for for our DVC stay and then have to load that in the back of a car service. But so we went and did that, and he was telling us some stuff about the Brightline, the new um not is it bright line yeah the the train the train i think that's what it's called yeah it sounds right to me i we have that that um fiber optics company in the area that sounds very similar to that so that's (laughs) why i didn't want to but anyway we 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 did that and he he was talking about the you know about all the train stations and whatnot and then the pickup guy he called or he texted and said hey just want to confirm your time and i was like well we'll actually be ready earlier than that he's like no problem i'll i'll pick you up at at one instead of twelve uh, instead of one thirty. Wow! So it was great. We had more. That gave us more time in the airport, which allowed us to actually eat in the terminal. Um, not that like you're looking to eat in the terminal, but we also don't want to feel rushed. It allowed us yeah. to sit down and, and grab a bite before we before we left. So um, that was that was one really really good. Um, it was a really good choice to do that. Um, I would recommend them to anybody. They're they're great great at what they at what they do and. And the owner um, is really responsive to any emails or anything. And if your flight changes, you just send them a little quick note and that's you know, it's done with. It's a pricier option, right? Yeah. And um, I thought you were going to get to the website. Start with the no.
0: pricier option. Then we'll describe how
1: the website well, is a little different. Yeah. So it's a pricier option. It's it's $235 without your tip. So in the end, you know, you should be tipping probably 20%. They were great, so I actually tipped more than that. I gave each driver um, a little bit more than more than 50, a little bit more than uh, twenty percent. Uh, then, and so they were, but they were great, and and it was worth it. So two thirty five is obviously not cheap, but I feel a lot safer in one of those than I do in some of the Ubers that drive around or lifts. Yeah, and I feel and I like we as soon as my bags were off, they were in a car and we were going. Yeah, it was not, you know get a get a bus and, and wait for the bus and you know wait for the mirrors or the sunshine uh flyer or whatever they are they're called now connected they're oh sun, right sunshine connect sun
0: there. sun oh my gosh
1: sunshine seasons i can't say that either yeah um mirrors connect i don't know it was mirrors connect and sunshine flyer and now i think it's like sunshine connect or something like yeah that. They, they either way they merged names together yeah they merged and and they're um you know, they're good. I'm sure of it, but yeah. like, and they're, and they're cheaper, but for the extra money, it was, it was, it's definitely nice to have a personal car service. Um, so yeah. It, and Rob was talking about their website.
0: Yeah. And I've used it too. the The website is it's, it's not bad and there's nothing wrong with it at all. It's just, when you look at the website, you may just go, huh, is this legit is this real so the bottom line is they didn't put like millions of dollars into their web development it it works exactly like it should um it just it doesn't look like a a luxury website but but it's fine they don't charge you up front
1: right so that's true so that's why i was like
0: that's 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 important you know
1: what I'll, i'll book this the first time i did it i was like oh man i'll book this but i don't know and then i figured well worst case scenario is they don't show up and I have to get a lift. That's yeah. the worst case scenario, right? Or rent a car, right? Um, if there's one available. So, legitimately, uh, you know, they—if you want to use a credit card or if you want to pay by check, you have to contact them in, a, in advance. I paid cash. Um, you know, it was great, and like I said, this is not an advertisement, but it's definitely something that is a on a good side that I did want to mention. Yeah, I didn't. I support last, this I business too. I didn't mention it last week, but they are—they're great. So. That's just not a thing. Um, well, I'm glad. Um
0: I, I think you know, there was so much that we covered last time. I figure there's probably no way we would get to everything, but I'm I'm glad you can add that stuff here in and in, in yeah. our part two. Yeah. So I, I think that's perfect here. Mm-hmm. Um anything else you want to go over before we get to the halftime show? Um
1: yeah, just I would love for everybody to continue following us over on Instagram and Twitter and all the things at Dislist Pod. You can also find us at www.patreon.com where you can sign up to buy us basically a cup of coffee every, uh, every month and you'll get early access to new episodes as well as uh, bonus content. Or you can purchase individual um, bonus content episodes, um, possibly some dig- other digital things, um, digital products uh, that as we continue to develop our store over there. But, you know, other than that, I don't have a whole heck of a lot because I want to get to the bad and the ugly. So we're going to send it off to the halftime show that's this week brought to you by Emily P. So, Emily P., thank you so much for being a Patreon, uh, Patreon patron. And um, we look forward to continuing to bring you the quality content that you've been helping us to provide. Cool. Thanks, Emily. Welcome back to the Diz List. Today, we're going to talk about my recent trip to Walt Disney World, and we're going to talk about the bad and the ugly. Um, for full disclosure, at one point, I texted Rob, and I was like, I'm done with this place. <laughs> He's like, that's going to be a little difficult running a Disney podcast I if did. you're done that, with this place. I did. That was
0: my response. I'm like, um, are we going to still be doing the podcast? Uh, so, I guess it doesn't really matter if you haven't listened to part one. I don't think it's no really going to be... That important if you do one or the other but um, you could do them backwards we can do the bad and the ugly
1: then the good if you want to feel better about yourself yeah
0: <laughs> so maybe you want to do well if i guess it depends if you've already listened to part one you can't go back and erase that that part of your brain yeah um but for people that haven't you stayed at the Contemporary Resort? I did. I stayed at the Contemporary Resort. I stayed at Bay Lake Tower actually, right, to be more specific. So I figured we'd start with that just because I know you had a couple things that were yeah. not your favorite about Bay Lake Tower if you want to start there. Yeah, so
1: I don't feel like the room was as upkept as it could be. So what I mean by that is like the the doorstop was like one of the doorstops was just like totally not smash, but, like, it was one of these door stops that, like, fits into the ground at just kind of like a rubber stop or whatever. But it was, like, clearly somebody threw the door open too hard and broke it, but didn't totally break it. Just kind of, like, and it's just hanging there. It's, like, hanging out, like, on the floor, just kind of wobbly. Oh. That's a small thing. Like, it's a really small thing Is out of the way. Yeah, but but that's just...
0: When you're paying this kind of yeah, money.
1: It's just a general... um, The general feel of the room was, I'm staying... Anybody who's listening to this podcast will know what I'm talking about if they have ever done what I'm about to say. I felt like I was staying in one of those beachfront condos on in Myrtle Beach. That is just—it's technically a timeshare, but really it's a hotel, and it's not really well kept. The TV in the bedroom was like looked like I'd been struck by lightning as far as like the colors on it. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? You yes. know, you know exactly what I'm talking about if yeah. you ever lived in a house that or like back in the day that the CRT. TVs that yep. would get, you know, if the lightning struck the house or something, it blew up the part of the colors on the TV, or somebody ran a magnet over it. Um, so that was an issue. The, the grout in the tile in the stand-up shower in the master bath was like cracking and loose, and like, would just the water pressure would actually wash it around. It was like floating in the, not floating, but like, would get washed around in the shower. It was not That's good weird. there. Um, the, the Holder for the toilet paper was, like, twisted and broke. Um, the the washing machine, not washing machine, sorry, the dishwasher, like, you couldn't close it without, like, pushing it so hard that the dishwasher would, like, rock back into its <laughs> because it was no longer affixed to the cabinetry. Um, these are all things I made guest services aware of. Right? Um because these are things as an owner of D V C you should tell yes. them because like your you you're pay du- dues for the your this. dues are paying to do, to fix this. And I think they just don't care right now because it's on the it's on the docket to get like a refurb. Okay. But just little things like that there was a gap. Like when you took a shower in the stand up shower, the shower door didn't there was no magnet to like hold it closed so it like would close and then the hinges were such that it would like come back a little bit, so it was like a, the door was open, so hmm. like any backsplash off of of the water would like just go out of the shower onto the floor so you ended up with a with a wet flower a wet shower mat um there it was just it it did not feel as deluxe as a deluxe resort should right down to like the pendant lights and this would have driven you nuts because you're an art guy yeah so there these really modern square three pendants that are meant to be, a square then another square then another square except for it's a square the next one's tilted a little bit askew and the next one's a different askew so it wasn't like it was purposeful where it was like 90 degrees 45 degrees 90 degrees it was like 90 and then 27 degrees and then 33 degrees the other way i tried like because it bothers me because i'm that was like my symmetry oc ocd was like not doing well like i gotta fix so i like stood on the bench and tried to like Fix them and they wouldn't like that as soon as i would have them straight they would just go right back to where they were weird and it's not because they were supposed to uh it's supposed to be that way i just these little things i feel like for the room weren't very deluxe feeling then i went to the dvc pool and let me tell you i would be embarrassed if that was my house let alone a deluxe resort the the stairs to go up to the slide, which are steel and painted blue. Oh, I, this stuck in my head. They are rusty? Rusty. Wow. I'm talking, like, not a little. Wow. Like, really rusty. Um, And you could see, it was so rusty, you could see where they had painted over the rust, how it, you know how rust will bubble, and then yeah. somebody, yeah. like, I felt like I was at a used car dealership. Ugh. And, like, I'm pointing stuff out, and they're like, oh, no, no you don't see what you're seeing. That's... That's perfectly blue paint. No, it's not. It's rusty and it's the structure to hold up the stairs to the slide, which, could which just, by the way the stairs yeah. of the slide were rusty. Ugh. I was like this is again something you see at a $120 a night hotel in Myrtle Beach, you know, on that's on the water. Yep. I not something you see at Disney at a deluxe resort. I will say that <sighs> oh, the, the the main pool at the Contemporary was a little bit nicer. As far as the upkeep, not much. Now you can use both. There are three pools at Contemporary. We use two of the three. Okay. There's the There's the main pool at the Contemporary, a quiet pool at the Contemporary, and then there's a DVC only pool. Um, and that's pool. the one you're talking about now. But that's the one that was that was absolutely atrocious Oof. and bad. Um, the pool bar was good as far as like service there. They were nice. They were the cast members were great. Um, at the DVC one, there was not really any entertainment so to speak like there's typically recreation at those pools but they had all the recreation at the at the main pool which I know is a small issue it's it's nothing major for people who aren't DVC but for me it is like there's that I, so now I have to walk from Bay Lake Tower all the way over to the main pool if I want my kids to be part of any recreation stuff so why don't you take this opportunity to tell that story
0: about the the person that came down to the pool and decided to be the DJ. Oh my god. Sub question that I want you this to touch on at the end. This is a theme. What happens when I won't give it away, when someone is doing something they shouldn't or bothering other people, what do you do? That's part 2. Part 1 is
1: tell the story, part 2 is see if you have an answer to that. Yeah. I so there was so we're in the pool and there's this this family three generations okay i would say the f- the the patriarch of the family is maybe mid to late 50s okay? okay okay i would then say his children his sons were probably late 20s early 30s okay and they they had kids that were you know 8 9 10 years old sure okay and they were doing everything like like racing down the slide like which is obviously not allowed because you're not supposed to have more than one person on the slide at a time right then that turned once they were warned and told not to do that by lifeguards right okay they then said oh okay um and then they what they did was the the patriarch the grandfather was up top pushing the kids down to see how fast they can go and then timing them oh which is you know a lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) so after i was like i looked at my wife and was like the entitlement of some people he comes over he's sitting like two chairs down of course because he has to be it's like how i pick the wrong lane every time going into the park i've witnessed it so nick picks the wrong lane and it's the one where it's it comes to a grinds to a halt the person right before him yeah that happened this time too i was behind four different people four different times that did not have park reservations. And like oh, instead of pulling them to the side, the people are trying to explain to them why they couldn't get in the park. That's a whole other thing. Um, so this guy comes down, he's like two lounge chairs over from us, pulls out his Bose speaker, Bluetooth speaker. Now they're playing music at the pool. They're playing Disney Already? music. And it's not like Disney sing songy music like they were playing Hamilton, then they were playing they were playing like the pop versions. They were not playing like oh, fun, like When You Wish Upon a Star on Loop. Which is fine. I don't have a problem if they do that, but I could understand if somebody's getting annoyed with that and you wants want, to listen. Right. You want something upbeat at the pool. He turns on some Cuban or like I don't even know. It was definitely Latin music. I, I don't know if it was salsa or or what it was, but it was definitely a Latin music, which I'm fine with. I like that. If I'm at like the Caribbean resorts, or if I'm at Coronado Springs, or if I'm at a place where it fits the theming, or if there's no music playing. So now we've got two fighting speakers, because I'm oh, not- that drives me nuts. I'm not talking like he was way away from the speaker. We could barely hear the Disney speakers. I'm talking like the speaker is underneath the lifeguard's chair that I'm <laughs> sitting behind, wow. and this guy's two seats down with his bows fighting with it. I, It was awful. The entitlement of these people- and that's a theme for this trip was the entitlement. That's part of the bad, was the entitlement I witnessed. I don't know what you do. I don't know what the answer is. I certainly wasn't going to talk to this guy because he was. I, I will describe him as a meathead. Okay, sure. and and you can, you can all picture that person, right? I'm not talking about a guy. Oh, you're just saying that because he, you know, worked out and was muscly. No, this dude was a meathead because <laughs> he clearly, was the guy who was giving people swirlies in high school. Oh, right he was just an overall kind of jerk he was in front of me in line to get a drink at the pool bar and made a snide comment about them having bud light do that what you will the whole bud light uh boycott um to a bartender who's wearing a pride pin and he made that comment and i was like this guy's something else right wow. so so i i had already had enough of him but that at that point in the trip i was almost numb to it because of the entitlement that i had been witnessing the whole time Ugh,
0: which is which nuts. is a
1: big part of my bad and ugly is the entitlement <sighs> i witnessed it's hard to let that stuff go you know
0: you're paying all this money and then you have these people that just make make your trip miserable trying to make a point or trying to do what they want to do right. and being selfish it ruins everybody else's trip too and they don't care yeah like
1: just everything from like Pushing your way onto a ride to like, you know, perfect example. So, you know that in Guardians, you go right. Yes. You know, of course. And so, what I mean by that is in the last room, you want to be to the right side. And then this door opens and you're going down this hallway. And that hallway is pretty narrow. And I have an eight year old and an 11 year old with me, along with my wife. And like, you're not supposed to run, but you get in that hallway, you better run because if you don't, you're going to get trampled because without fail, there is some 32-year-old dude who just can't possibly be bothered to wait 30 seconds. He's going to get there before you. <laughs> you're not wrong. And it's like that entitlement, the the idea of like, well, what do you mean I don't get this discount at this stand? I get I get annual pass discounts everywhere. Well, I'm sorry. You don't get annual discounts annual pass discounts at the at the food booths if you were an annual pass holder for a long time you would have known that because the festival booths never give almost never give discounts like complaining about that complaining about this about the when you poured my beer there was too much head at the top of it there's too much foam it's like no that bottom line is the 12 ounce pour i know this because i have friends in food and bev so i know like you're supposed to have that much foam because you're paying for this amount because the bottom line there where the foam ends is the actual 12-ounce pour. Stuff like that um the the entitlement of of like parents in restaurants letting their kids run around. And I'm not talking about Chef Mickey's. Like Chef Mickey's your kid running around, okay, cool. That's whatever. part, of that's, yeah, part that's of that's part of the experience. It's the price of admission, Agreed. right? Yes. At Narcoozies and Citricos I don't expect to have to dodge your son or daughter while walking to my chair. I don't expect to have to worry about tripping over their iPad on the floor. I don't. I don't expect to have to speak louder because your son is watching a movie on his iPad, full volume. Full volume. Like we have a friend who does that sometimes. Like just will randomly start watching a a, a video during lunch, and I'm like, what the heck, dude? Like turn it down. Uh huh. He might be listening right now. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> But seriously, like, like these are kids who are just parentless. They're, they're parentless at this point because mom and dad need to make sure they get their, their fancy meal in and that's fine, but don't do it at the expense of other people. Yeah. So my kids are looking at me like, what is wrong? Like my daughter was getting so angry at some of these kids, like, like clenched fists, like looking at me like these kids I'm like, yeah, I get it. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're annoyed because that tells me you recognize yes. that this is not the behavior you have. Good. Um, but the entitlement during this trip that I saw was unparalleled. Wow. Now I've seen angry people, right? I've seen people yell at cast members. This was different. Like yelling at cast members, there's no room for it. We know that. I mean, I know you I've, witnessed I've it. I've witnessed it too. I felt so bad. I put
0: in a cast compliment for the poor girl. Yeah, the we had she to hit, deal with right. getting screamed at for something that she had is no, not her fault, and it was they were breaking a rule and were
1: mad because the, it was a rule, right? So, it's the entitlement of like not even not the yelling, but just doing stuff that I'm like, and we're not talking because this definitely was less this time. The whole my family's up there, that was less. Yeah. It was still happening, but it was certainly less. And it was more legitimate. Like the people I saw doing it were definitely more legitimate. But I'm talking about like entitlement, like sending one person to Hollywood studios for, for early morning rope drop so they could be first in line and then calling your entire party up. Oh, boy. But karma has a funny way of working. <laughs> what happened? Because when, you, when you're when you the one person waiting up front and, haha, we're going to be first in line and I'm going to call my entire party up, all five of them. To be up front with me, as the first person in Hollywood Studios for early morning rope drop, and you don't have park reservations. Karma, my friend, That's bites you. That's funny. And I laughed. Really? I audibly laughed as like they were being escorted <laughs> back to guest <laughs> services. Oh, you thought you were going to be number one in line, and now you're going back. So guess what? <laughs> you can't skirt the system always. Uh. None of them. All six of the people, the person who was waiting and the five people who came up to join them, all of them did not have park reservations
0: so folks listening make sure you get your park
1: reservations <laughs> for the park <laughs> unless you're trying to skirt a- the rules in which case i will laugh at you yeah yeah or i don't, at- i didn't laugh at the, the family who was going to dinner in epcot i felt horrible for this they were, there was a family ahead of us in line we we're going to epcot it was uh, it was our second time of the day in epcot so we had kind of went left and come back um and we were, it was probably about four o'clock. They were clearly going to dinner. They, were, they weren't They were dressed to walk around Epcot. Let's put it that way. They were, oh, okay. They were dressed for dinner. And they didn't have park reservations. It was like, boy. I think it was probably their first day on property and they were doing a nice dinner at Epcot. Yeah. And good news is, you know, there's a happy ending to the story because later in the day, later on, while I was in Epcot, I saw that same family walking to their reservation. So, oh, good. So it's fine. Good. But the fact that, it was happening to somebody. I was like, "Oh God, I hope that they have, I hope that they have a park reservation, or I hope they didn't think that the, maybe they, you know, I wasn't sure if maybe they had like a Magic Kingdom ticket that day, and then they thought they had park hoppers and they didn't, because that happens sometimes. See, that's,
0: I don't want to get into the, you know, a giant discussion about this, but it's so complicated.
1: Oh, that's part you of know, the good and bad and ugly. Why I, not? And I love this and
0: park, ugly. and I, you know, I love most things about Disney, but. It just makes it very difficult and inaccessible sometimes for new people. Or if you're coming from a different country, if there's a language barrier, you know, that's got to be so hard to come in and just expect you're going to you know, go
1: right into the park. Maybe you don't know those things. Well, I mean, I witnessed some of it again. uh, We were in, uh, I can't remember what pavilion we were in, but somebody was speaking like Spanish to the person behind the counter. Uh it wasn't a pavilion, it was a food it was one of the festival booths. And the person clearly only spoke Spanish. The the customer. Mm-hmm. And the poor customer was trying their best but like they they can't explain to the person like what's you know cuz they don't know what the person's saying. I don't, I don't know. know. It happened at the at outer rim. Luckily I was I mean luckily he could have gotten his kids but so this this family from Montreal was in Outer Rim. It's the lounge at Contemporary, and the the father of the family. So it was like an older man and his adult children. Um, and I could I recognized right away when he started talking that he was speaking not with a French like France French, but it was a, definitely a Quebecois accent. So I recognized right away that he's from Quebec. He's either from Montreal or Quebec City or something. You know, certainly northern part of, of and the bartender has no clue what he's saying so i i like i at least can understand him and enough to translate a handful of French. yeah i I mean i'm not fluent anymore but and quebecois is totally different than regular french it's like franglais it's like half french half english yeah and so like i kind of helped him out order and he, he just laughed looked at me and he's like he you know held up his fingers very like very small like making a gesture of how small he said english and he just kind of showed how small he knows and i was like yeah i can i can tell um but he was you know that's that's a situation where if you don't have somebody there it can be uh that's tough difficult especially when you're talking about how how complicated the parks can be so that the entitlement we've talked about we've talked a little bit about you know some of the some of the issues in my room um but there were there was an ugly situation too you mean like the uh,
0: wallpaper being banged oh, up? Oh or- no,
1: I can get to that. I can. I'll get to the upkeep of the park. Sure, but another. I said this. We're not talking about people yelling at cast members, right? I. And I wasn't. This here though, is a fight. It was as close to a fight as as anybody in my family has witnessed at Disney. Oh geez. Right? Luckily, it didn't turn into a fist fight. My wife and daughter decided they were going to go to. Um, the stage show for Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget where my son and I were going to, but we were uh, we went to go do something else. And I get a text: "Hey, we're going to be in such and such you know, country. Meet us there." And I was like, "That's that was a quick. That was really quick. Like what?" The? And when I caught up with my wife, she's like, "Yeah, so one family." was in a wheelchair and the other family was in a wheel had a member in the wheelchair and one wheelchair bumped into another and then when they apologized apparently that apology wasn't enough so they started yelling and screaming oh boy and then the person who had apologized started yelling and screaming back so then the cast members evacuated the theater well you only evacuate the theater if it's going to be a a threat of so they they evacuated everybody and apparently it spilled out into the outside the theater, and oh they're boy. still yelling and screaming at each other that you ran into mine, and you hurt me, and you did this, and look what you did to my wheelchair. and Look, don't, you know as well as I do, they cram as many people as they can in there. I know. And like, and it, I mean, nobody's it's not trying a huge theater to, Nobody's trying to run into you, and I get it. You're upset. You're frustrated. And you're like, hot. Yeah, according to my wife, they apologize, and that's what set it off. Like, it wasn't a good <laughs> enough apology or something. I don't even know. So how do you get any better than that? That's not even like, that's not really the entitlement thing. That's just turning into the whole, like being a jerk. So we witnessed that. That's a bummer. Um, but you did touch upon another one, the ugly of the lines and the cues and everything in general, um, the upkeep in the parks, it was dirty. That's too bad. Um,
0: you had posted, what was it, Olaf meet and greet? Olaf meet and greet. Looked had like big the, old giant
1: it, bashes and smashes on yeah, the like, walls? like, just paint it, man. Paint it. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, it wasn't like it would be hard to do. Paint it. They had clearly just painted uh, in the Imagination Pavilion because it smelled of paint. Not like... Not like they were pumping in new smells instead of <laughs> right. skunk. It was <laughs> smell of paint. It looked good. The, the Imagination Pavilion, the queues in there. And then outside of that, um, more of that pavilion was working than I've seen in a while. Good. Um, but that was out of the ordinary. So the queue for Min, uh, Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway is still kind of like, you the, know. Because eh. it was essentially
0: a wallpaper sticker, yeah. right? So, that people yep. somehow found the seam and started peeling yep. it off.
1: Yeah, so there's that there was the the Olaf picture i posted um just general dirt in like just in general like the cleanliness of things like um the dirt on the on the arms of the people mover Ooh. like where you would rest your arm like from people just looked like months and months of sweaty people touching the arms there and like having it get nasty Ugh. um the pool like i mentioned wasn't i would be embarrassed by it um the you know hollywood studios wasn't too too bad that I noticed other than Mickey and Minnie's and then Olaf like the rest of the area was fine Um, Magic Kingdom looks beat up that's too bad that's actually very sad to me yeah Um, the the (laughs) Toy Story Land needs to be shut down for two weeks and they need to go through and replace every single piece of theming because it has all whatever study they did with the paint and, and the decals and all that stuff to figure out how it would hold up to the weather. It's reaching the end of its lifespan. Oh, boy. It was just... And if that's... Look. And how old is it? Five years? I, it's five or six, yeah. I, I don't know. So I don't know if it's part of the theming they wanted it to be. So like, okay, well, it's in Andy's backyard. It's supposed to look faded. Uh, but if that's the case, it would have been like that from the beginning. And it's yeah, not. Yeah, fa- yeah, it's,
0: yeah. I, that that's like a funny excuse for for it so to the, be faded or the stickers is it, the, coming is it off.
1: speak and spell or speak? The, you know the thing at the speak end. Speak and or, spell. Yeah. yeah. So that thing looked like you legitimately left your toy outside, outside. for <laughs> like years. <laughs> that's what it looks like right now. It <laughs> is not in good shape. Um, I I like what they did with the What is it Pixar Place or whatever where where the incredible stuff is. Yep. Yeah, I I like I really liked that part was was nice um but man hollywood studios has some had some issues there in toy story land and in those queues and then magic kingdom was just dirty all around i thought um and then some of that had to do with entitled people too because i saw somebody like just like like you know like there's there's garbage cans every like what i forget what it is like 30 feet or something walt made sure of that yeah well apparently he needs to restudy how long people will walk to find a garbage can because i witnessed people just throwing their stuff on the ground so, like, those cast members are not there to pick up after you. So, like, what I, when I yell at kids in, like, the cafeteria at school, like, these people, like, I understand that somebody's going to clean up for you, but this isn't your house. You know, mom and dad aren't going to pick up after you, and they shouldn't pick up after you at home either, but they do. Well, and that's
0: why Disney doesn't sell gum, because Walt didn't want gum all over the place.
1: Well, it was all over the place. I saw some on the ground. <sighs> I had to dodge some. Yike. Um, The... I don't know if like the monorails are pumping in smells to make you feel like maybe they wanted me to feel at home. It smelled like farmland. And I don't mean what I don't mean like (laughs) I don't mean like freshly harvested hay. I mean, you know, when they go through and spray, you know What? what I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about spraying chemical fertilizers, the natural kind, if you know what I'm talking about.
0: Are you sure someone wasn't just changing a diaper? I,
1: the first time I got on, I looked around looking to see if there was like a farming family around. Because was. The, it was the smell of, look, we, we live in a very agricultural area. And so we know the smell of manure. And we also know the smell of, I work on a farm and therefore it's kind of seeped into my clothes. That is what the monorail smelled like the entire trip. Weird. Yeah. I, And I was, at first I thought I was going crazy, but it, it definitely was there. It definitely smelled that way. That's strange. So I'm not really sure what's going on with that. So yeah, the parks are not really well kept right now. Still fun, right? But I just I like it, the theming wise, it, it gets lost when everything's faded out. Um, the plastic stuff's fine, but it's like the box, like the toy boxes and stuff like that in in Hollywood Studio, or just the general grime on on stuff like I said with the people mover. Hmm. Um, Epcot wasn't as bad because you know you're going in and out of pavilions and i didn't notice anything there um you know i didn't not not that i noticed anyway an animal kingdom was immaculate i mean it looked every day we went in there it looked like it but part of that is too that they there's, i think they clean
0: supposed to be i think
1: they clean that so well though on purpose so that like no animals that potentially could get because there's so many animals there like they don't yeah. want anything to like blow like they don't want a candy wrapper blow into the into the um like macaque um enclosure or something like that so but yeah it it was definitely there were some issues there with that Hmm. um so
0: So you would say it's noticeable versus last summer
1: uh holistically different yes hollywood studios toy story land was noticeable since last summer and then magic kingdom the general upkeep of the bathrooms and the some of the rides and stuff was noticeable yes Hmm. i i do think that
0: see and then people like you and and i and people that don't have annual passes or go on the regular we notice those things more it's like when uh you go and and see your mother right yep. and and your mother says oh my gosh look at your son he's grown a ton or yeah. your daughter's so much taller we don't notice it, yeah. because we are with them every day. Correct. You know, my son's growing like a weed. He's almost as tall as me now.
1: Yeah, you become nose blind. Exactly, but you become blind right. with your eyes, and you don't notice that it's gotten worse. So when my relatives
0: see you, you know, it's why I think it's, you know, we're we're the relative that doesn't get to to see the the grandchild, and Disney is the grandchild in this this comparison. Yeah, but, uh,
1: I mean, there are a couple of things I thought like all this would take is a pressure washer. Yeah, like. And, and I understand that the parks are huge, but like if you do like the walkway around um, the Odyssey Pavilion in Epcot, I was noticeable as far as being grimy and just like mildewy, but it's always humid, right? So it's just like, okay, take a pressure washer and you do that. I understand there's a lot of walkways in Epcot, but you do that, you do that one. And then the next week, you, you put it on a rotation, right? And maybe they do. And maybe I just know, caught them at the end of the rotation, but it wasn't great. Um and I think part of it's staffing, which leads me to another one of the issues which was a the theme of this trip, which was downtime. That's the other bad.
0: Oh, that's your biggie. Yeah, it was it was I would so, say on your unofficial Diz list oh yeah number one was downtime of the rides for your number one unfortunate situation. Am, am I right in guessing that?
1: So I would say that downtime just is a general theme this summer. Um uh one of our friends who I'm not sure if she's listening, she definitely has a follower on Instagram and and we talk quite frequently, but um she's at raising mini me's um mini as in like mini, mini mouse, mouse me's uh you know M-E-S. Because her daughters are her mini me's I think is why she calls it that. But anyway, she works for touring plans. She does some stuff with with their data and she does some stuff with uh posting on their blogs. And she's a numbers-driven individual, so I enjoy her posts. And she posted that uh, wait times are up to – or the capacity down, to, capacity lost due to downtime is up to 5.3% of the of the capacity was lost during July, which accounts huh. to over a day and a half of all the parks being closed. Wow. um, That would be like closing down Disney World for a day and a half. That's how much capacity they lost during the month of July. That's up. And she said – You know, a lot of people are saying, well, yeah, stuff happens. Like it's normal, but it's not. It's up one point something percent. Well, when you're like, oh, it's only up a percent or so. Yeah. But that's 20 percent more than it was last year. Right. It's It's, up. That doesn't mean it's normal. If it were the same, it'd be normal. It's up one fifth as high as it was last year. That's crazy. It's increased that much. And part of it, I think, is because of staffing. So I will tell you that. Here's a perfect example. We rope dropped RISE. I know I tell people, don't go where the people are, go where they're not. We wanted to get rides done, and I don't want to pay the money because I don't think it's that great of a ride. I think it's a good ride. I don't think it's so great I want to spend for an individual lightning lane. Um, So we rope dropped. We are, like, literally around the corner from the loading room. Like, we're going into the first pre-show, whatever. And they come on, and they say, you spend... Delayed and then it's delayed again, and then it's um, has been suspended. And you are going to so, so follow, you know, basically what you're walking out of the ride at this point, and they're going to tap your band and give you a lightning lane. Now, my big issue with this is it never went up, right? Yeah, and you wasted your. My the early rope drop time. Right. My early entry rope drop time was completely gone at that point. So now I'm rope dropping with everybody else. Yep. That's a bummer. Um, But they never even brought the ride up, which tells me they didn't even test it. Right. It was down. If, if it was down at the very beginning, it was down. They didn't test it till we were in the ride in the line. Like they didn't. No one got on from early morning. No one. So like if it. I had somebody reach out when I posted on my story that I was like, this is what happens when you, you know, early entry rope drop rise and it's broken down. And they, they replied, I can remember that we used, they were a former cast member. We used to start testing rise at four in the morning. Yeah. You and I
0: were texting about that too. When you told me, I said, why don't they test those earlier? And that was your answer. You're like, I think it's a staffing issue.
1: I think it is because this person said, we used to test Rise when I was in Hollywood Studios. They would start testing Rise at 4 in the morning. That sounds reasonable. And let me tell you, there's no way they tested Rise that day because they never it never went up, did not go up that morning. Wow. It wasn't running when we got there. And, and then, so they gave us the lightning lane, and I'm thinking to myself, not only is this an issue for me, but it's an issue for Disney. They're losing money because when they give out those lightning lanes, they don't just come out of thin air. They come out of their supply. Yeah. Well, they no longer can sell that many lightning lanes because yep. they don't have enough capacity. It was beyond crazy to me that they they ended up having to give away, essentially, to my family alone, $80 worth of stuff. Wow. Because they couldn't be bothered to yeah. pay somebody. To be there to test. See, and that this doesn't was,
0: make any sense because if you take the total amount of money yeah. that it would cost to staff to bring people in to test versus the amount of money that people are losing, and I'm not even a numbers guy, you are, and I understand that that math doesn't work out.
1: Yeah. There were easily 300 to 400 people in queue. There you go. At $20 a pop that they just gave away. Right. Versus, like, how much would it cost? I, I I couldn't even really guess. Like I get eight thousand dollars is nothing for them. Yeah, I get that's a drop in the bucket. But eight thousand dollars, maybe that's the cost to to pay the staff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's certainly enough to pay the cast member to be there at eight or at four in the morning to test the bride. Right. Make sure it's up and running. And this was a theme. Okay, test track. My son and I went all. We didn't get to do test track because we got all the way into the into the design room. We designed our car and it shut down. So we said to the designer and the lady says, well, um, you know, this is a computer issue. So we're not really sure how long it'll be. This isn't a weather issue. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So this was a computer issue. Sounds like suspiciously to me, like we're probably not going to get on this. So we left. Reset. Reset. (laughs) Um, <laughs> that's what the, we, the
0: tech people yeah, always tell us. Yeah, just you,
1: do a hard reset. Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? Yes, <laughs> yes, Alan, I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, just So
0: that seems like a perfect name for a tech guy. It does, right? Yeah. Or grimace. You didn't, um, see, you didn't so, see the Barbie movie, did you? No. Oh, okay. There's a there's a character that's Ken's sidekick named Alan. Okay. So I thought that's where you came up with that. Yeah,
1: probably. Um, so I I. Rob is dying over here. Oh, I I left and talked to guest relations and they were really great. They said, Hey, sure, we'll give you a fast pass. Well or a lightning lane. You can go back to anything you want to. So I asked my son, do you where do you want to go? I asked my daughter, where do you want to go? Do you guys want to do frozen? Do you guys want to do test Guardians track? Of, can you do Guardians of the no. Galaxy? It was everything Doesn't count. And so they all were like, Well, no, we waited for test track. Let's do test track. So we finish our lunch. We go all the way back to test track. And what do, they te- what do we do? We get in line. We get all the way up to the front. And it starts raining. Uh, and you know what happens when Test Track rains? It's closed. So then I go to Guest Relations. And I'm standing in the rain because the umbrella only covers the Guest Relations people. So I'm standing and oh the water God. running down into my sneakers. Because at this point, I was like, you guys go in. I'm not even going to change. I'm just going to quickly get this taken care of. The guy's like, Test Track's not down. I'm like, well, what? you might want to tell the people in there that it's not down because they just kicked me out of line. No, it's not down. I was like, it's down. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I used my my lightning lane that I had, like, that they gave me, and I've tapped in, and once I got up there, it shut down. So he's like, let me call the team leader over there. So he calls the team leader, and they're like, yeah, it's down. And he's like, well, you're supposed to let guest relations know. And, like, he hangs up, looks at me, he's like, you're right. He's like, I don't know what the heck they're doing. Wow. So, like, these are just little things that add up. And that day I had had enough. I was like, screw this. I am done. It just was so frustrating that that was what we had to deal with. Was downtime, downtime, downtime. It took me 40 minutes to get from the stretching room to the end of Haunted Mansion that one day. That's crazy. It was, like, five feet, stop for three minutes. Five feet, stop for three minutes. Um it was a lot of downtime and then it got better. It did like animal kingdom was great. Honestly, we made the best out of what we could, um, at Epcot and man, <laughs> traipsed through the rain. I said, I posted on the story of like yeah. the rain that day and we were like, just walking through it. Yeah. And we just, uh, sucked it up. We, the kids had two pairs of sneakers and we just dried ours out that night, uh, with like the hairdryer in the room. And you know, it was good. We, we, we laughed about it afterward but in the moment man i i texted you I was like i'm dumb with it. i can't do this the downtime is ridiculous it was definitely a theme early on in the trip for me. and I,
0: I felt bad for you but i i also was happy to hear that things got better the you know
1: the further on in your trip um, yeah i would love to tell you that my kids enjoyed rock and roller coaster this year but i can't because i've heard and this was told to me from rob from ear scouts that rock and roller coaster is really nice right now because They went in and they took care of all the neon lights. They went in and repainted all the, uh, and fixed the black lights in there so everything's popping better. Oh, good. So it's really nice. He's like, it really is nice in there now. I couldn't tell you because Rock and Roller Coaster was closed the entire day I was there. And it wasn't just one day. It was like two or three days in a row. That's a bummer. Pirates was down for one of the days I was there. Pirates. Like, what? Pirates doesn't go down.
0: Does touring plans have data? On their website For which rides go down Percentage of the time See that's interesting to me I don't know if it's
1: on their website Like super easily accessible But the same woman I was talking about um, She definitely posts um, Blogs And she definitely uh, Posts um, Stuff on her Instagram So at Raising Mini Me's Is where you can find those And she does have like What rides are the most downtime And what percentage of the time they're down That's really Um, interesting there's, There's no shockers that are up that are on there um she's also does the the one, genie plus 101s on oh plans. yeah 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 she does a great job she does. i've watched all of those yeah so she so if you're looking to stack she's somebody to follow about that yeah if you're looking to not stack but play the genie slots obviously you go to ear scouts so both of them are valid strategies but she's yeah so she's yeah those good. videos are great
0: so yeah. if she's listening good work i yeah. really enjoyed those videos yeah
1: she is very good so um
0: okay uh, let me check my list here and make sure that, that we covered everything. So, Magic Kingdom, you talked about a couple things there. Yeah. Cot, Hollywood Studios, Animal
1: Kingdom. Oh, character interactions. I wanted to talk about that. All right. So, my meals were all good. Character interactions at character meals were not. Really? They were rushed. And when I say rushed, I mean, like, it felt like they did not want kids to get up and give them hugs and take pictures with them. Really? That's yeah. very different with, than what with the done. exception of Chef Mickey's. Chef Mickey's was very good. Tusker House, which prior to this trip I would have said is my favorite character dining experience, and then second would have been Garden Grill. Tusker House was woefully underwhelming.
0: That's a bummer.
1: We were done eating and we hadn't even met all the characters yet. That's how slow it was. It's and then Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy there. Yeah, like yes, um, Mickey. Not Minnie, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Daisy. Okay. Um, no Minnie. Uh, it was just so weird. They were like, they'd come over, put their arms around the kids, take a picture, and go. Hmm. And and it was, it just I felt rushed. Um, we had our check ready to go in Tusker House the first time we went. First two times I was there. They were like, take your time, see the characters multiple yeah, times. you loved it. You're very, um, you speak very highly about. So them. I don't know if it's just been like the like a directive has been changed or something. Um, Topolino's food phenomenal, great breakfast food. A little pricey, but great breakfast food. Like I had a steak and eggs that was, um, amazing. And I don't know where they're getting their eggs. I suspect that whatever they're using egg yolks for. Somewhere in the kitchen, they're saving the whites and adding them to the eggs because I was supposed oh. to get. I was supposed to get like a steak and two eggs. Yeah, and they were the thickest egg whites I've. Had. I mean, it was like a massive sir. I couldn't eat it all. I could not eat my entire meal. Wow, for breakfast it was ridiculous. It was really, really good. Um, all the food was really good. Characters, super cute, super rushed. That's too bad. Um, it seems to be a almost like if you asked for autograph, we weren't because we don't ask like autographs are like to the collect them all right you've already got mini you've already got mickey you've already got the, you, know, you got the fab five yeah so we weren't asking for autographs but i felt like there were like if we had been it would have been like inconveniencing them that's too bad um so i don't know that character dining is for us anymore
0: well and it may be you know your kids are getting older too maybe they don't
1: want to oh steakhouse sorry i keep thinking of this stuff food wise steakhouse 71 Supposed to be really nice, right? Yeah, it's in the contemporary. It took over for the. Yeah, wave. did you eat there? You it's didn't even mention a steakhouse. That. All my so we got Steakhouse Seventy One to go because we came back from a, from uh, one of the parks and needed to do something. And yeah, you know, we're like, hey, we'll go eat here. My son got a steak that was just awful. Oh no, it was awful. It was supposed to be a filet mignon. I looked at it. I know. Look, I cook a lot. I smoke a lot of meat. I grill a lot of meat. And I also will buy bigger pieces of meat and butcher it myself because it's cheaper. They did not give him a filet mignon. It was very clearly the end cut, like very clearly the end of the tenderloin. I don't care what anybody says. I know what it looks like. The, 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 basically the seam at the top end of the, of the, it was not well trimmed. There was grizzle on it. It's a fillet. It should not be like that. Now, granted, it was a thirty-eight dollar fillet versus a fifty-nine dollar fillet in yeah, most places. Yeah. Good point. But it was so tough that, like, he couldn't cut it with a knife. It was that tough. And I tried eating it, and I was like, "This is not good." Now, what buddy. cutlery do they give you to go? Well, I mean, they give you plastic stuff. But we we're staying in a in a DVC, so we had. We had steak knives because we're oh, okay. saying We have a full kitchen. Yeah. Well, what
0: does what does your average person do if they do
1: takeout? And oh, you they only get have plastic. plastic. I don't know. They would have to eat it like a lollipop, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I guess or scissors. <laughs> I, I, Can you? I've never even thought of that till just yeah. now. Can you cut steak with sharp
0: scissors? I, don't, I know. don't know.
1: It was not good. And the like, all like multiple. So we had multiple meals from there, and they were. We didn't have multiple meals from there. We got multiple dishes. My wife had a salad. That was okay. It's hard to screw up a salad. Um, I forget what my daughter got. Wasn't like it's Steakhouse Seventy One. It's like it's supposed to be a good good place to go. To be it's a not. Premier, yeah, yeah, it was not. It was not great. So um, I would not recommend Steakhouse Seventy One. So that that was my only bad dining experience. I would say. Other than I mean, Contempo Cafe, but Contempo Cafe is not supposed to be like amazing. So,
0: well, knowing all these things is is really important, and I try to look at these as tips for what I'm gonna be doing in the future. So if you know if I'm looking with my wife to to rent D V C um maybe I'll pause before renting at the contemporary until those rooms are refurbished. Now, didn't they refurbish like the main uh hotel yeah, part and they made it Incredibles, is
1: that right? Yeah, but that's so the hotel side of things and then like the D V C side of things generally aren't on the same
0: schedule Uh, schedule
1: sure uh the the exception would be they did they did the poly rooms kind of at the same time Mm -hmm. um and it's only a soft goods refurb which means they're just going in and redoing you know some of the stuff but like you saw our poly room last year it was immaculate yeah it was perfect um i i suspect they will be putting in one of the murphy bed style um pull downs instead of the current pull out couch in the one bedrooms and possibly in the studios as well Um, but yeah, look, like you said, we need to report the good and the bad. There was a lot of good, you know, I talked about how the characters at breakfast weren't great. The characters in the parks were amazing. Mm -hmm. We saw a lot of them. I saw Clarabelle cow. Yeah. Like you sent a lot of pictures of ones that I haven't seen in the park. I, I met Gideon. Yeah. Um, that was kind of cool. And it's um, a different
0: version of Gideon. Yeah. Did some, you?
1: Do we post that? I can't remember. I can, I did. I did post yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't post a side by side with your picture. I have that somewhere though. It's just interesting um, to
0: see, and it doesn't matter whether I'm in it or not. But it's there's a photo of me from when you know, when I met Gideon when I was really young. But just seeing the way that the the faces yeah. are, are of of the characters have changed, and you know they've done that for Mickey and and everybody else. But I don't think Mickey's changed that much. I All think right. they finally found. You know, one that works. I'm, I'm getting in the weeds here, but no. that stuff's always interesting to me.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, in-park characters were great. Um Honestly, weather, it was super hot, don't get me wrong, but, like, it was bearable. We had one day that didn't rain at all. Wow, that's had, rare. Um I think it was Saturday. No, Friday, um before we left. Uh, it didn't rain at all that day. Mm. And blue skies, uh, just enough clouds to keep the sun from really baking you. It was nice. Um, so there were plenty of good things, but there you have to know certain things. Like, for instance, don't act like an entitled jerk when you go. Yeah. Or. Or if you have someone in your party who is. Or beat them straight. Be prepared that, you know, the reality is you might encounter those people. Be prepared for it. The my best advice is ignore them, yeah. because if you because. You never know how they're going to react in Disney right now. Yeah. Um I would also want to add that transportation at Disney was even though I mentioned how the monorail kind of smelled a little bit like a farm, uh it was it was very good. The buses were were co- constantly running. We didn't have to wait very long for anything. Pretty clean? Um the buses were clean. Good. We didn't ride them late at night, but the buses were clean. Good. Um Lyft I will say Lyft and Uber prices have gone up a little bit. But that's like with anything else. Uh, and then just a reminder, make sure you're tipping your Lyft and Uber people. They get like hardly any of your fare. I always I always tip like 25% in I an do Uber, too. in yep. an Uber because it's like I know how little they get. And the reality is it's way cheaper than me getting a, a minivan
0: yeah. down there. And it's so easy to do when, when your ride is finished and you exit the vehicle. Yeah. They ask how your ride was and do you yeah. want to tip and it's super easy. Yeah. Five stars and give them a tip. Yep. Yep.
1: Um, But but it was there was a lot of good things that happened on this trip, and and I just wanted I think it's only fair that Rob and I also discuss some of the negatives because a lot of times there are a lot of creators who and I'm not pointing fingers, but there's a lot of creators who only talk about the good and don't talk about the bad, don't talk about the times that they they got stuck in line or they got evacuated from from a showroom or they got you know they didn't get to do. What they wanted to do, and I think part of it is they're locals, right? And so, yeah. so they leave, and I, and then they come back the next day. For me, I don't get to go back till next year.
0: This is your one track every year, and
1: and I get that it is different for me as a DVC owner because I know I can like, okay, we didn't ride test track, we'll get it next year. Yeah, we didn't get ro- uh, rock and roller coaster, we'll get it next year. But the fact that we still only get to do it every year, it. I, as an adult, am okay with that, but, you know, I have kids with me. My children, it's a little bit harder to explain to them why they... Like, if they had missed their favorite ride, that would have been a little bit different. Like, if I was going and my Magic Kingdom Day was today, and that was it, and I could, my kids couldn't ride Haunted Mansion, that would be different.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, you know, I, I, agree with I that. think I think it's important to to be aware that like sometimes when you're watching creators who are always talking about the good, they're there all the time. And so they might be in there just experiencing, I had zero problems with walking around the parks. I had zero problems with going into the pavilions. I had zero problems with shopping. Well, that's what they're doing. My food was excellent. That's what these, that's what a lot of the creators are doing. And that's, that's fine. But if you go and act as a vacationer, I think you'd see a different, you do see some things differently and there are some negatives and some of that, is preventable on Disney. Some of it is not. You can't prevent bad people. You can't prevent jerks. You can prevent, you know, rides not being tested until 830 in the morning. That you can prevent. Um, so, overall, it was it was a great trip. I had a blast. My kids had a blast. We're looking forward to next year going to Animal Kingdom Lodge, I think is what our plan is right cool. now. Cool, great. Um, we want to stay there and do more of the animal stuff because, let me tell you, after doing the Rhinos Tour, we we're hooked. Um check us out on patreon .patreon www.patreon.com slash for many about that experience because it was amazing cool but uh it's a great big beautiful tomorrow and tomorrow's just a list away tune in next time and we'll see you real soon